ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Scrap Game News, where life is a scrap. But we built to go 15 rounds in this motherfucking fight. This is episode 5, so stay allergic to the bullshit. And let's get it on. As I stated before, this is episode 5 of Scrap Game News. I am your host, the infamous Ceratimus Knuckle the Low Life, aka Smokey the Bear, aka none other than the great motherfucking Ike Turner, you understand me? So dig. I'm sitting back here chilling at the Ponderosa with my feet kicked up, you know, sipping on uh, cranberry mimosas, <laughs> you know, and uh, <clears throat> flying paper airplanes, you dig? You know, quarantining due to this, uh, you know, coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, you know, at this particular moment, it's affecting everyone's lives, even though we, I still don't have the legits as to what's going on, you know, I know there's been a number of players in the NBA, as well as, uh, I know, you know, I believe a coach in the NFL and you know, a number of people have been affected by this in the sports world. <clears throat> so, I can imagine, you know what I'm saying, how it's affecting everyday walks of life. <coughs> Excuse me. And that cough is not from the corona. <coughs> <coughs> it's from uh, paper airplanes being flown. And, uh, you know, incense uh, throughout the man cave, you dig? So anyway, um, the world is beginning to shut down. You know what I mean? I know that the uh, Canadian borders and down south, the Mexican borders get shut down. Um, I know that in some cities there are curfews being placed. I believe in Georgia and Atlanta, it's a nine o'clock curfew. Um, even though my brother left during the curfew and drove to Kansas. Um, so, you know, I, I don't really know how, how, how tight the curfew is, but I'll know that uh, come Tuesday, I believe Kansas City, Kansas and Missouri is shutting down. Um, it's going to be a number of, you know, states. I believe California is shut down. Um, Chicago has a curfew. And you notice, you know, the most dangerous cities, all of them have, you know, uh, curfews put in place. To keep the bullshit off the streets. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, of course, throughout the sports world, there has been multiple cancellations. You know, as far as scraps, as far as basketball games, 
as far as tennis, race cars, you know, you name it in the sports world. <clears throat> and I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm going through sports withdrawal like a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? I'm missing it. I mean, no bullshit. I, motherfucker, I'll watch a ping pong game right now. So, right now, you know what I'm saying? We sitting back, feet kicked up, got the old fights on. Um, I'm watching uh, Riddick Bowe versus Evander Holyfield, the first one, you know. Uh, once again, sending prayers out to everybody that's affected by, uh, you know, this coronavirus situation. Um, once again, schools have been shut down <clears throat> until, uh, I mean, the entire rest of the school year. You know, and it's unfortunate because my sons, I have two twin boys, they're seniors this year. So, you know, there won't be a gigantic graduation. Um, You know, of course, we'll celebrate here at home. But, uh, you know, it's just unfortunate for those of those, you know, for those kids that look for the prom and, you know, just look to their last year, you know, because uh, those first three years of high school, you know, it's trying. So, you know, I feel sorry for those seniors, you know, as well as in college, you know, um, those seniors that that won one opportunity to go to the big dance, but yet won't get to play in the big dance, um, the NCAA tournament. So <clears throat> we'll see how the, uh, you know, how the coronavirus affects the uh, the Olympic Games. And really, this is the second episode where I've had to, you know, make reports on the virus. You know what I mean? So, going on episode two, I mean, going from episode four to episode five, this one, hey man, you know, uh, it's really affecting, you know, a lot of people, actors, you know. Now, of course, you know, the conspiracy theorists, motherfuckers is out there. Motherfuckers is saying because, uh, oh, Weinstein got, uh, convicted that, you know, this nigga and, uh, supposedly told on everybody that's involved, <coughs> you know, because from my understanding, Cuss had like, uh, 55 years and then he testified and, you know, gave up names and, Supposedly, this is all allegedly, and that his time got reduced to twenty some odd years, twenty three years or something like that. <coughs> Excuse me. And so, uh, from my understanding, you know, he told on a lot of people, you know, including royalty, um, you know, senators, former presidents, athletes. People all around in the entertainment business, you know, the entertainment world. So, you know, um, and because he told that there's going to be a landslide. I heard that the Vatican was being indicted. I heard that there was over 158,000 indictments supposedly going to come out. You know what I'm saying? 
with this, you know, child sex rings and things of that nature. So, you know, only time will tell. But anyway, I heard that because of this, the virus was released and there's a whole bunch of CEOs that's supposedly stepping down and, you know, but that's just a rumor mill. So, hey, the best thing to do is just be safe. You know, um, I don't know when Kansas is going to shut down, but I'm pretty sure it will. Um, you know, pray and uh, hope for the best. You know what I mean? Hope for the best. Remember that you're, you know, a human being and that, uh, that you know, it's not a game out here. And that you should uh, always take precaution. At the same time, you know, use your common sense. Even though common sense ain't that goddamn common. You know, do your best. <clears throat> you know. Stop buying up all the toilet tissue, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Leave some ass wipe for somebody else. You know what I mean? Motherfucker down this motherfucker in store. 18,000 packs of toilet paper, you understand? And uh, and then it got caught. You got to be a, a stupid motherfucker, you understand me? To catch a case, stealing toilet paper, and that's what you get for trying to, you know, trying to make a dollar when, when uh, on some on some on some shit as serious as this is, man. You know what I'm saying? So fuck dude who stole the 18,000 packs of toilet paper, you understand me? Either whether it's bullshit or not. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Number four, uh, everything went down, went into quarantine and shows got canceled. There was one fight, fight night in Brazil with uh, Charles Oliveras and uh, Kevin Lee. Uh, they fought there in Brazil, no fans. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kevin Lee got choked the fuck out. That's the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? The fight wasn't, uh, the fight was entertaining. Um, it wasn't, you know, what we had the week before. With uh, Yoel Romero and uh, Israel Adesanya, you know, it was much, much, uh, it was a little bit more action than that. But Oliveira, bottom line, choked out um, Kevin Lee. And even after Kevin Lee tapped in, this motherfucker want to jump up, you understand? And uh, try, to, try to fight still, you know. Maybe cuz was just out of it, but I'll see how you out of how you tap and then all of a sudden motherfucker let you go now you wanna get down. You know what I mean? Some shabby shit, man. You know, Kevin Lee's part. Um and it's kinda hard to respect it. You know what I mean? It's kinda hard to respect it. But, you know, that fight was free on TV. Wasn't paying the pay-per-view prices to see, you know, bullshit, so, you know. But it was a trip to, to, to watch them, you know, still do their ring walks and come out 
and do their normal routine, but, you know, no fans cheering, no fans screaming, you know what I mean? So, that was fight night in Brazil. That is the only fight that I know of, you know, I don't know of any dog fights or chicken fights, so, two fisty drunk white boy bar fights. Any uh, one no Mexican scrapper than the old El Gato, so <clears throat> that's pretty much on the scraps. You know what I'm saying? As far as actual scraps that happen, but yeah, um, Charles Oliver, Cuz chucked out Kevin Lee, fighting like Brazil with no motherfucker fans. You dig? So I guess uh, Triple G and Canelo Alvarez have signed on to fight for a third time. Um, I'm not sure if it's official, but this is what this is what's being said. Oh man, Holyfield just got caught up because fell off into the corner. Bang! But he on his feet. Well, yeah, Triple G and uh, Canelo. Um. I don't know what to expect because the last few fights that I saw um, Triple G in, you know, ever since he moved up in competition, which is what I was telling people a long time ago, it's easy to knock out guys that, you know, to look good against guys who aren't, um, you know, in the upper level of the fight game. But the minute, you know, um, Triple G stepped up and, you know, the minute he stepped up, it just uh, it showed in, in, in the toe. So I'm looking for uh, Canelo to knock Triple G out impressively. I don't know what weight they fighting at, um, but it was uh, official, unofficial. Khabib has said that he still want to stay with the April 18th uh fight with Tony Ferguson that he's traded in a private gym so we'll see if we still had all scraps you know what I'm saying mm. we'll see if those uh, little get down still still go down okay being that we don't have a lot of scraps to uh to um talk about we're going to uh, Q&A um, I see where some of the fans of Scrap Game News have sent in questions and so I'm going to do my best to uh, to uh, answer them to the best of my ability okay so let's see here um, here's one from Tangle Mouth. <laughs> Hashtag Tangle Mouth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> damn. Um, Mayday versus Macho Buck. Who would win? Oh, okay. Now I understand why you, why you call yourself Tangle Mouth. <laughs> 
May Day versus Macho Buck. Okay. For those of you who are not dog men, May Day was a five-time winner. Um, went on to become a top producer, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that May Day is Macho Buck's, either his father or his grandfather. I know that Macho Buck came off of May Day. So, you know, these are Red Boy dogs. <clears throat> you know, with a little Jocko in him, I believe. Very good bloodlines. Macho Buck was a multiple winner himself and also went on to produce um, producers that had top, top winning guys, you know. But if I had to pick, um, I would choose Mayday um, over his grandson. I believe that Mayday, you know, just... He's the makeup of Macho Buck, so I believe that maybe they will find a way to win. Um, it's a good question, though, you know, and and I wish I had some old timers in here <clears throat> who who actually saw, you know, those dogs get down. So um, yeah, Mayday, I would choose him uh, if he if if I could. I mean, if he and Macho Buck were to get down. Now, <clears throat> that's not to say that Macho Buck, you know, he might be taking the DNA from Mayday and mixed with something else and might have been a better dog. So you never know. But I believe that from what I heard about Mayday, he would just find a way. He had a will to win. So <clears throat> I would definitely pick Mayday over Macho Buck. But, you know, if you ever get an opportunity to read up on these two mutts, please do. Um, real, real good, good game-bred dogs. Great game-bred dogs, I should say. So, yeah, Tangle Mouth, thank you for that question, my man. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, this question is from Real Student of the Game, uh, Ceratimus. Please give me your top 10 favorite fighters. Top 10 favorite fighters. Best fights of all time. And who do you have all time? Top three pound for pound. Okay, okay, okay. That's a good question, you know. I know my list probably will be different than others. But let me see here. When I think back, when I think back or think to fighters, that's a must-see for me in the brain. It was a must-see. Um, number one, Muhammad Ali. You know, even though Muhammad Ali was at the tail end of his his career, when, when I caught on to fighting, you know, um, I remember seeing him regain his heavyweight title against uh, Leon Spinks. 
You know, and my uncles always spoke highly of Muhammad Ali, man, the greatest of all time. Not only that, but to grow up later on and know the character of the man. Um, you know, to see documentaries, to hear people speak of him, um, to know what he did for his people. Because, you know, before before I knew who Malcolm X was, um, I knew who Muhammad Ali was, you know. And, and my mom used to tell me, she used to tell me that Muhammad Ali, he speaks just like Malcolm X did, da, da, da. You know, once I was able to find out who Malcolm X was. So Muhammad Ali led me to Malcolm X, who is one of my superheroes. You know, but Muhammad Ali would be number one. Mike Tyson would probably be 1A, but I got him listed at number two. Mike Tyson was a complete god to me. Um, you know, I grew up in the in the 80s and 90s and, um, you know what I'm saying? My man was King. Um, Roy Jones Jr., the best fight I ever seen in a ring, period. Um, there wasn't anything Roy couldn't do. Speed, power, agility. Um, just made people look foolish in the ring. Um, Ray Robinson, because later on in life I was able to see um, all the, the fight films that are available of Sugar Ray Robinson. I know how special he was. I know the pound for pound term was, was uh, created for, you know, um, Sugar Ray. Um, the greatest fighter of all time, you know. Um, number five is going to be Marvelous Marvin Hagler. You know what I'm saying? Marvin Hagler was a motherfucking truth machine. You understand me? Marvin's gonna find out the truth about you. You know, if, if you were a tough guy, Marvin's gonna find out. Are you in shape? Marvin's gonna find out. Um, are you there for the long haul? Marvin Hagler was gonna find out. You understand what I'm saying? The marvelous one. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Um... Now, kid, these are my favorite fighters, okay? And, you know, with, with Marvin, I have to put Tommy Hearns up there, too. You know, him, Ray Leonard, Duran, those guys of the 80s. <coughs> um, Aaron Pryor. You know what I'm saying? The Hawk. The Hawk was something serious, man. The Hawk was coming to get you, you understand me? The Hawk was coming to get you. Um, what he did to Alexis Arguello, you know, goes down in um, junior welterweight history. You know what I mean? Um, Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray should be higher. Should be higher on my list because I remember, um, you know, the Olympics that Ray fought in. I remember, you know, watching his fights with Roberto Duran and Tommy Hearns. I remember my step-pop taking me to closed circuit TV to watch those fights. Um, I really, I like, I had his boxing gloves, Sugar Ray Leonard boxing gloves. Um, I really, really love Ray. No offense or bust about it. Um, Evander, the real deal motherfucking Holyfield. You know what I'm saying? I dug Evander, man, because Evander was there for the fight, man. No, 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 no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mike, I mean, um, Evander was there. Whether it was against Mike, whether it was against Lennox, whether it was against Riddick Bowe, 
Evander was there for the fight, man. No, no, no if ands or buts about it. He was gonna be there. Um, he didn't win them all, but he was there. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Marco Antonio Moreira. You know, um, it was always gonna be a good fight with Marco Antonio, whether it was against Junior Jones. Uh, whether it was against Morales, whether it was against Pacquiao, um, Marco Antonio Barrera. Um, top ten, last but not least, I guess I, I have to throw uh, the hands of stone in there, Roberto Duran. You know what I mean? I saw the very best of him. I saw, you know, the very worst of him, man. You know what I'm saying? But Roberto Duran was his own man, and, you know, um, other than the Nomas fight, you know, he was always there trying to win. You know what I'm saying? Even when he got starched by Tommy Hearns. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, Tommy was just too long for him. You know what I'm saying? And wasn't going to let him get underneath him and, you know. Um, wasn't going to let him get to him. And, you know, Tommy got, you know, Tommy got him out of there. So, yeah. Yeah, Roberto Duran. So that's my top 10 right there, man. Best pound for pound fighters of all time. Um, Number one, I have to say Sugar Ray Robinson. The term pound for pound was was made for him because there was no other way to describe him. You understand what I'm saying? Lightning speed, everything that you see in a modern fighter. Um, from what I can see and what I know, Shagway Robinson, it was him. When everyone was saying Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis was saying it was him. Muhammad Ali patterned his style after um, Sugar Ray Robinson. He was a big version of Sugar Ray Robinson. So... Sugar Ray Robinson would have to be number one. <clears throat> number two on my list. Oh, man. Uh, number two on my list. It has to be Roy Jones Jr. Um, Roy is one of the best. He's the greatest fighter I've ever seen with my own eyes. Um, as far as putting everything together, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard was one, Iron Mike, but Roy Jones, you know, to go from 160 pound titleist up to the heavyweight with a version of a heavyweight title um, and do it, you know, in, in beautiful fashion. Hey man, Roy didn't lose a round for 10 years for an entire decade. You understand what I'm saying? For an entire decade, Roy was pound for pound the greatest fighter on earth, point blank period. And this is during the time of Sweet Peace, um, during the time of uh, Oscar De La Hoya. It was during the time, you know, of a lot of fighters. And Roy Jones was something out of this motherfucking world, man. Let me just say that, you know.
<clears throat> Damn. Man, and on my list of my top 10, man. <clears throat> I forgot to put B-Hop. I did. I forgot to put B-Hop. So, you know what? I'm going to put B-Hop as number three. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put B-Hop as number three. Um, number three best pound for pound of all time. You know what I'm saying? Because he held on to that well, to that uh, middleweight title for a long fucking time. You know what I'm saying? And then, not only that, but, you know, went up and um, won the light heavyweight title. You know what I mean? Um, outclassed the man that knocked out Roy Jones. You know what I'm saying? And, and Tarver. So, there's my list for best fighters pound for pound you know and of course there's fighters that could have been been above you know what I mean there's fighters that really brought it but uh, those are my picks you know what I mean so you don't have to agree with it you don't have to like it you know what I mean but that's what it is on, uh, on my end Okay. Um, top three fights of all time. <clears throat> First and foremost, Diego Chico Corrales versus Jose Luis Castillo. The two fellas fought at 100 and I want to say 35 pounds. Straight barn burner went toe to toe. Shot for shot. Um, I mean, the fight went back and forth. It was ebb and flow. Um, the fight was nonstop. And when I say nonstop, I mean for all 10 rounds that it lasted, come out of the 10th round, Diego gets caught with the left hook. Bang, he goes down. You know what I'm saying? He gets back up. They give him a little standing eight count. Um, Tony Weeks was the uh, referee. They go back at it. They scrap, they scrap, they bang. Gets caught with a left hook again. He goes down. Well, this time, you know, his mouthpiece comes out. <laughs> um, gets the mouthpiece back in. They start banging again. And man, when I tell you that uh, that Diego Corrales came out of nowhere, dug down deep, called Castillo. Seemed like every time he punched Castillo, you know how when you when you pop lock and he pow, pow, pow. It looked like, you know what I'm saying, every time he hit him, you know what I'm saying, um, Castillo would go to pop locking. You know what I'm saying? And then it, it, it got so... Got to the point where, you know what I'm saying, his hands came down, had the rubbery neck. Chico was finna smash him and kill him. Tony Weeks had to stop the fight. All of this went on in the 10th round. The greatest fight that I have ever seen. I was at a fight party, man, and you talk and you talk about the 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 
it was maybe about 14 or 15 of us. And I mean, we were going crazy. Everybody jumping up and down. Everybody, oh! I mean, it was, it's the greatest fight I've ever seen. Um, next, you know, and there's a lot of honorable mentions. Mickey Ward, Arturo Gotti, that's one of my honorable mention. You know what I'm saying? But next, it would have to be Marvin Hagler versus Tommy Hitman Hearns. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from the opening bell, you know what I'm saying? Tommy came out, and, you know, Tommy was trying to super sock Marvin the fuck out of there. You understand me? And uh, so when it came to the get down, man, them two, them two cats... You know what I'm saying? They they put on a hell of a show. You know what I'm saying? You could tell that Tommy kind of broke his hand because he was punching different going in the second round. You could tell he was kind of drained a little bit. You know, and of course, like I said, Marvin Hagler was a motherfucking truth machine. You know what I'm saying? He was going to find out. And, um, you know what I'm saying? He ended up knocking Tommy out in the third round, I believe it was. So, but... For as long as the fight lasted, it was absolutely unfucking forgettable. You understand me? That's a man's man's fight right there. Um, number three, I'm going to put Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier, Thriller in Manila, the third fight between those two. Um, absolutely great fucking fight. You understand me? Absolutely great fight. Of course, Muhammad come out at first. He's sticking, he's sticking, he's sticking. Catching Joe, you know. But Joe and that dynamite motherfucking left hand, man. You know what I'm saying? The original truth machine. <clears throat> and Joe let it be known that, man, you know, he's still around this motherfucker, man, and he was still to be reckoned with, you know. Regardless of George stretching him out or whatever. He wasn't to be fucked with, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, you know, those two fought. They fought hard, man. You know, under those Manila, those Manila lights. And uh, they're in the Philippines, you know what I'm saying? And they gave a great show. An absolute great show. You know, if I'm not mistaken, Muhammad Ali said he was on the verge of quitting. You know what I'm saying? But Joe retired on the stool. Uh, he couldn't see. And so his 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 trainer, you know, went on ahead and shut it down. You know what I mean? Two two of the greatest of all time. Two men that pushed each other to be better inside that ring. You know what I mean? You know, so <clears throat> those are my top three fights right there. Castillo versus Corrales. Hearns versus Hagler. And motherfucking me, Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier, the third bout. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it comes to the part where normally I just go off in a motherfucking rant, you know what I'm saying? But, uh... Say no rant, you know. Um, what I want to talk about is my favorite fighter. Um, at one time, man, I considered my man a god. You understand what I'm saying? I look to him in every 
in every, you know, in every way. Um, you've seen the best of him. You've seen the worst of him. You've seen him at the top of the mountain. You've also seen him, um, you know, down in the valley. You know what I'm saying? And that's what so great, you know. I always cheer for the man. I never cheer for the knockout. You know what I'm saying? If that means anything. The person I'm talking about is Iron Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Um, There's so many things that I would like to say about the man. You know, and if I ever met him, I probably would go back to, you know, the time I was a, a young man growing up. Moms worked two jobs, so that left me at home. Um, that left me to go out on the block and see what the older cats were doing, you know. And, uh, you know, do the street shit that the street cats were doing. Now, you know, you had something that would give you the game. You had something that would... Uh, you know, that would that would uh, use your naiveness or however you want to put it. You know what I'm saying? That would use you that way. And then you had some that just didn't take no pity out on you. You know what I mean? And it was always a few cats that was around, man, that, you know, that didn't take no pity out on you, you know? And uh, I seen Mike Tyson on the USA Network, I believe it was. And um, I believe he was fighting up in Catskill. I believe he was fighting up in New York somewhere. And, you know, I I looked at this kid. He was older than me, but, you know, nonetheless, he was a kid, man, knocking out grown men. You know what I mean? So um, it was ferocious. It was um, primal. It was um, skill, it was will, it was devastation, it was power, it was quickness, it was all those things personified, you know what I mean? And uh, out on the street, I just was like, shit, the next motherfucker fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm a Mike Tyson, this motherfucking ass, you know what I'm saying, which means Get it over with quick, make it look spectacular, make it look beautiful. You know. And Cats wasn't, uh, you know, at first it was more like Ali, the dance around the Sugar Ray Leonard with the fast combinations, you know. Finishing. But with Mike Tyson, you know, it was one hit a quitter. You know what I'm saying? Devastating power. You know what I'm saying? That made all the other cats look at you like I don't want to fuck with that motherfucker you know what I'm saying so it come a time where me and this cat Chris you know what I'm saying we get into it and uh, I remember he was with this motherfucker named James and he was with another motherfucker you know what I'm saying and uh, you know, they kind of had me cornered. I was at a park, you know what I'm saying? They kind of had me cornered, and they was like, you know. And I'll never forget the motherfucker Chris was smoking a cigarette. And, you know, the older motherfuckers was like, what's here, Chris? 
you gonna fight this nigga, you know, what you gonna do? And, you know, the father ran, they'd have tried to catch me, slip, you know, trip me, let him beat me up. So I was like, shit, I'm standing there. I'm like, well, fuck you, man. So I stood up and I was like, yeah, we gonna box. You know what I'm saying? So this motherfucker Chris, um, he, uh, you know, he, uh, he was smoking cigarettes, so, you know, he kind of flicked the cigarette. And so the two cats that we was with, you know what I'm saying? The two older cats were like, y'all get in the sandbox. You know what I'm saying? That's y'all ring. And so, um, I remember I, uh, I'll never forget, man. I, I threw a, a, a left jab, a right hand, and he, he kind of slipped my right hand, but I came back with a left hook. You know what I'm saying? Boom! And so that motherfucker was kind of shook, you know what I'm saying? And when I seen that, I just, you know, I punched him in his gut. Ugh. And then, um, I started working, you know, uppercuts, uh, you know, kind of wild and shit. But you know what I'm saying? I got rid of him. You know what I'm saying? And it was in, it was in kind of spectacular fashion for half of the streets was looking at it. You know what I'm saying? It was so nasty that uh, the motherfucker James, Chris's homeboy, cuz wanted to get in the get in the sandbox with me. You know what I'm saying? But the uh, the other older cat was like, hell nah. You know what I'm saying? Chris got his ass whooped. That's that. You know what I'm saying? Help your boy up. Little man gone to get out of here. And from then on, you know what I'm saying? It just was, I always wanted to do it in a spectacular fashion like my man Mike Tyson. Youngest heavyweight champion ever. You feel me? Just a kid knocking out grown ass men. You know? But it was his persona. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't think Mike really understands it. You know what I'm saying? Because I see people come on this show on hot boxing. You know, and the other fighters, <clears throat> like Evander and Sugar Ray, you know what I mean? They, to a degree. But for us, us fellas that was fans, you understand what I'm saying? Mike means more to us. Um, you know, Mike was the hood. You know what I'm saying? The hood has come knocking on your door. You know what I mean? Not only that, but you could tell that, you know, Mike was well-versed. You know what I'm saying? Not only in the fight game, but, you know, he, 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 you could tell, you know, he tried to be, you know, however you want to talk, man, he could talk on your level. You know what I'm saying? So, this barbarian and everybody, uh, savage that, you know, everybody was looking at, you know, I understand. I understood him. You know what I'm saying? He was somewhat a kindred to me. And so, you know, when it came to Mike Tyson, I never, I never cheered for the knockout. I knew the knockout would come. I always cheered for the man. You know what I'm saying? And then my sophomore year, you know, I was at my homeboy house and his big brother, you know what I'm saying? Cuz didn't like Mike. You know what I'm saying? And 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 this is when Buster was putting dukes on Mike. You know what I'm saying? Putting the dukes on him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, shit, Mike gonna come back, you know. And I remember Mike knocked Buster down. You know, and, and 
but me being a fight fan, you know, I, I saw Buster get up, you know, and Buster was with the business that night, you know, and there was nothing that was going to stop Buster, you know what I'm saying, I don't give a fuck who was in front of him, it could have been Joe Lewis, it could have been Jack Johnson, it could have been Muhammad Ali that night, you know, and, um, you know, Buster losing his mother, there was nothing that that Mike could do, you know. And I truly believe the forces, you know, whatever force is out there, you know, it caught up to my man. And I remember my homeboy brother, he kept screaming in my ear, you know, his bitch ass finna get knocked out. Fuck Mike Tyson, cause he didn't like him, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, as Buster was, Stopping Mike, I turned around, bah, and hit my homeboy's brother, big brother. You know what I'm saying? The cuz went to sleep. So, you know, but I ended up leaving, man. I cried that night, man. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't want Mike to lose. You know what I'm saying? But I'm the, you know, Mike Tyson is the great. Uh, uh, he's the he was God to me. He was, um, you know, even when I knew he was past his prime, you know what I'm saying? The uh, the mind games that he used, he, you know, he made people afraid of him. You know what I'm saying? So people wouldn't fuck with him. And so, you know, that's how I felt. So, I don't think it was a rant tonight. I think it was, you know, I, I love Mike. I love him. Just like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? I'm the biggest Mike Tyson fan there is, you know? So, long live the king. My man, Mike Tyson. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode five. Uh, like always, this is brought to you by Melanated Merchandise. Holler at the motherfucking dirtbag, you dig? Uh, we got Scrap Game News t-shirts. Um, you can find that on Shopify, you know what I'm saying? Um, order your Scrap Game News t-shirt, you know, support the bro- the podcast. Um, you can reach me. Or, you know, be Scrap Game News on um, Facebook. There's a Scrap Game News uh, page. Please like it. Um, you can also um, reach me on uh, Instagram, Dang Peso. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, once again, I always appreciate y'all that. Uh, that uh that fuck with me you know that fuck with scrap game news that's fans i appreciate the questions um all the comments you know what i'm saying and uh we're gonna push this straight ahead this was my dream and you know um i'm thankful that i'm able to fulfill it you know and i look forward to going forward i mean i look forward to moving on past this, you know what I'm saying, so, y'all stay safe out there, you know what I'm saying, stay allergic to the bullshit, you know, smoke something for the dumb shit, 
you know what I mean? <clears throat> and uh, like always, we out of here. Love, peace, and hair grease. <laughs>